kitchen, certain that it was some minor mishap, and nearly tripped over the stray cat who was now a permanent resident of the farm. The cat, barely out of kittenhood, was batting around what appeared to be a crumpled letter. Megan reached for the paper. Spreading it flat, she quickly scanned the words on the page, color slowly rising to her cheeks. It was a failed inspection notice for the work that had been done on the barn and cafe. The inspections needed to be complete in order for Megan to start selling produce in a few weeks. And despite the work of competent contractors, the town's zoning commissioner, Simon Duvall, always seemed to find something wrong. Megan scanned the rest of the letter. At the bottom was a line with the next appointment date. Simon would be at the cafe. Today, at eight o'clock, Megan glanced at the kitchen clock blood pressure rising. That didn't give her much time to get ready or inspect the cafe before Simon arrived. Damn. Bibi shouted again, this time louder. Megan glanced at the wrinkled paper before tossing it on the table next to the cat. She sprinted outside. The rain had slowed, but the wind still whipped through the hilly courtyard between the old farmhouse and the barn. Megan pulled her raincoat tighter around her body and lowered her head against the drops. It was mid-May. Spring had been slow in coming to Winsome this year, and temperatures were well below normal. Megan followed the sound of her grandmother's voice through the courtyard and down toward the barn and the attached heated shed where the goats lived. It didn't take long to discover the source of her grandmother's excitement. Heidi, the goat, was at the edge of the shed roof, pawing at a gutter with one tiny hoof. A black leather glove dangled from her mouth, and Bibi, her petite body dwarfed by a man's raincoat, was dragging a ladder from the barn. Bibi! Megan raced to her grandmother and took the wooden ladder gently from her grasp. Her grandmother had been Bibi since Megan was little, back when Bonnie Birch was too much of a mouthful. Here, I'll get her down. That goat, Bibi paused to catch her breath, is one stubborn animal. Hmm, Megan thought to herself. Who was calling whom stubborn? Megan knew better than to tell her grandmother the myriad of reasons she shouldn't be climbing up ladders or lifting ornery goats. Bibi wouldn't listen anyway, and at some future point, she might do it simply to prove she could. Megan shook her head, both admiring her grandmother's independence and cursing her stubbornness. The latter trait was a Birch family staple. Megan was getting ready to put the ladder against the shed when she noticed the goat had opened the shed gate this time, a first for the industrious animal, and the gate was dangling from two hinges. Normally, Heidi simply squeezed Houdini-like around or under the bars, Megan looked into the covered shed. Heidi's sister, Dimples, was nowhere to be found. Bibi, can you call Dimples while I get Heidi down? Megan asked, worried. She climbed the ladder and, taking a deep breath, hauled a squirming Heidi off the roof. After doing another quick inspection of the inside of the shed, she put Heidi back inside and closed and locked the gate. When a look around the perimeter of the large barn didn't turn up a goat, Megan sprinted down toward the greenhouses and rows of hoop houses. No goat. Catching her breath, 
Megan paused to survey her surroundings, hoping to catch a glimpse of the animal. She needed to hurry. Her gaze shifted from the rain-soaked hoop houses to the stone outbuilding lined with stacks of firewood and bordered by chicken tractors, small enclosures on wheels that housed the chickens and could be moved around within the outdoor pastures. The tractors kept the chickens warm and safe at night, and by day, the birds were free to roam. Heidi loved to chase the chickens. Maybe her sister had picked up the habit, too but the tractors were closed up and quiet. On the other side of the tractors, barely visible from this angle, was the neighboring property, the old Marshall House, a failed farm with an empty, dilapidated stone house. The Marshall House's fields, long overgrown with weeds and saplings, were empty except for a single crow, which perched atop.